0: You're listening to Breakaway Wealth, the show designed to help you build wealth faster, think bigger, and break out of the herd. Now, here's your host, Jim Oliver. Before we jump into today's show, we have some exciting news to share with you. Our brand new online community platform is now live. Get access to free on-demand, in-depth training courses on topics like infinite banking, cryptocurrency, real estate investing, and much more. Just go to community.createtailwind.com. That's community.createtailwind.com or check out the show notes of this episode to find the direct link to request to join the community. Now, on to the show. Welcome back, Breakaway
1: Wealth. I'm your host, Jim Oliver, and with me today, Chad Clark. Welcome back, Chad. Hey, Jim, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. And you know... uh, we had Chad on um, and your son uh, about a, a about a year ago, right? Yeah, yeah, it's been better years. Yeah. So uh, what I wanted to do is start off by just uh, for people that maybe didn't listen to that episode, let's uh, kind of give them your background, what you're doing now, and then we'll kind of dive into what's happened over the last year, what the real estate market is looking like, and. You know, a lot of times I, I hear down here in Florida all the time is this is just not the right time. There's not good opportunities. There's not good deals. And I kind of want to today, Chad, have you blow that up and talk about some of the exciting things that you've got going on and what's happening from uh, uh, from here forward that people might be able to get behind.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um So, Quick background. Um, worked in corporate America for a long time until I realized that, uh, Doing the uh, the same thing as everyone else was going to get me the same results as everyone else, and uh, I didn't didn't like what that outcome was going to be for our family. Uh, my wife and I have ten children, um, so we're you know two and a half times the size of the average American family. So our income needed to be at least two and a half times that of the average American just just for us to you know be broken in debt and all that fun stuff. So uh, I wanted something better for our family, and um, you know just really kind of put all of uh, all of our effort behind that, and it's it's been a fun journey. Um, owned a sales consulting company for a while, and then um, a little while ago, transitioned into real estate with my oldest son. And since then, uh, God has just kind of thrown open the floodgates, and it has been an absolutely fun ride.
1: That's awesome. And you know, <laughs> every time I uh, I think about having ten kids, and um, <laughs> I um, I've got four spread out. And, uh, I have a granddaughter, I count, I count her as one. Cause she lives with us, uh, full time. And so I count her as just the, the fourth kid. So, um, but four spread out, Chad is hard enough, 10 in the house at the same time. You know, uh, when I go visit Costco up in, uh, Louisville, you know, after a few days of having four kids running around, I'm just telling you, it's a good thing. I don't have hair cause I wouldn't have any left. Right. But, uh. 10, I can't even imagine. I don't I'm not even sure I'm built to come over and visit with 10 kids uh running around. It's a, it's fun.
2: My wife is absolutely phenomenal. Um she she nice is a at organizing and managing chaos. Um but it also teaches them a lot of fun, you know, life skills and and things that uh you know, I think feel like a lot of kids these days miss.
1: That's a great point, you know, with uh with Riley who's 13 not having siblings You know she gets bored a lot and those electronics can get in the way or just you know thank goodness she loves to uh read because she'll read she'll burn through books but you know you got kids to play with and you know (laughs) you're never without a friend right so that's that's pretty cool
2: that's a double-edged sword as well jim (laughs) yeah yeah it depends Uh, i had a friend of mine run the math and he told me that there's something like uh, 1.3 million different interpersonal dynamic opportunities yeah. with that, that many folks. And uh,
1: brother, someday it's all we can do to hold on. So <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I can't imagine when one of them gets sick and they just pass it through. You got to go through uh, a month of uh, of colds or flu or whatever, and we're not getting into the other the other, uh, uh, hype that's going around. Cause I'm not worried about that. I know you're not either. So we won't get political on this show though. We talk about money. So let's talk about the last year and some of the opportunities, Chad, that you've seen and how your, you and your team have taken advantage of those opportunities and grown your, your team and your opportunities, but kind of like, you know, I hear out there, well, prices are too high and this and this. And I, man, I just, I don't care what the circumstances are. There's ways to make money and there's ways to take uh, down opportunities. So, so I'm really excited that you're on here talking about this. So jump in and tell us a little bit about what you've done.
2: Oh, so one of the things that we also hear is, you know, there's no good deals out there. There's no good deals out there. And what our team hears whenever someone says that is, the way that we've always done things doesn't work anymore. Right. It's, it's that, it's that very classic who moved my cheese analogy. Right. So when you're used to finding a deal, a certain way, and those deals disappear, if you don't have any other skill sets or any way to branch off into that, um, you're right. It's going to appear that there are no deals. So, what we've done really well is is execute execute learn execute 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 learn and then continuously moving forward um, and so when we started off it was it was my son and I and a couple of partners and we were doing you know kind of small one at a time uh, wholesale real estate deals we were using investors to fund those deals and then moving forward on those. Um, since then, Jim, um, our team has grown to about 16 people. Now, uh, we've got a full-time, you know, construction crew, and we've got folks handling several different aspects of our business. And we now have branched out into, you know, not just the wholesaling, but we do some actual flipping. We now own quite a bit of real estate ourselves. We have been buying um, some some non-performing mortgage note stuff, and we'll we'll deep dive into that here in just a moment, and you know, what we found is about 70% of the revenues from our comp- for our company come from a process that didn't even exist a year ago, right? Wow. So that, that continuous, continuous growth and expansion, growth and expansion um, has developed several processes that we have found to be extremely profitable. Um, we've given out, um, you know, I don't know if we're allowed to talk numbers here, but we'll say hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars in investment returns to our investors in the past 12 months. Uh, it's really, really, really fun to uh, overperform and, and send folks uh, more money than what they were expecting. Um, they tend to answer our phone calls when, whenever we're doing that, right? Um, And so, you know, we've we've been able to serve quite a few investors this year. And um, what has happened is our relationships are growing deeper, which is creating more opportunities, which then gives us the opportunity to serve more investors. Right. And so what we've what we've really spent our time doing, um, you know, you've heard the phrase a river is purest at its source. Right. And so most people in the real estate space, they wait for pieces of real estate to get through certain gates before they start making their acquisition. But what we found is if we can get as far upstream in that process as possible, we can then create the deals and because we're now vertically integrated, we can now realize all of those margins for for ourselves and for our investors to to take advantage of all those right. So we are on the other side of the equation now, creating deals for those people who are looking to acquire them. Um, and for what our and what that means for our investors is basically passive income gains, right? So there's several different. Different kind of buckets that we we have with our investors now we have some investors who are doing long-term buy and hold stuff with us we have some investors who are funding um, some you know some reverse mortgage note foreclosure stuff with us we have some who are you know a, a lot of them are professional people and they just want a really high rate of return on their money and they really don't care where it's applied as long as the checks keep coming into them monthly they could care less um, and so, so through that, we've, we've really kind of created and then solidified a lot of processes to, to serve a lot of folks. So, uh, and yes, my son is still involved. Um, he's actually finishing up some, some contracts and stuff right now for, for another investor. And that's, that's why he's not on here with us. And, um, it's, it's been an absolute blast and a, in a wild ride in the past 12 months.
1: That's awesome. And, you know, I love your attitude, Chad. Just as far as making the opportunities and figuring out where opportunities are, and it's a, it, it's always a uh, a a good uh, indication or um, where you see a company where you said, "Hey, seventy percent of our revenues are coming from somewhere that they weren't coming from a year ago," and and I and I think sometimes what happens with people is when we're when we're trying. To visualize where we're going in success, they get too rigid with those visions. And because I would tell you that I don't, I don't know where uh, everything's going to be coming from in five years. Five years ago, I didn't have a lot of the companies that I have now, or I had different companies that have been bought or sold, and the and the revenue sources looked a lot different. So. Uh, you know Tony Robbins says people overestimate what they can do in a year but they underestimate what they can do in 10 years, right? Absolutely. And you know I'm 56 years old and I would tell you that 10 years I'll just be getting warmed up. Now I always say that I'm 56 I, what what I call that Chad, is halfway. And yeah. you know at 66 I'll probably be saying the same thing because I always <laughs> believe and I and I know in my heart that my future is bigger than my past, right? So um, yeah. when you think out there if I'm sitting there today and I say, "Hey, I need to, I need to break out of the herd. I need to just start doing something," over the next 12 months, the next 24 months, where do you see some opportunities?
2: Yeah. So, so to speak to that directly, I believe that you've had a uh, uh, Mr. Lennington on here recently uh, talking about. To- year. And that business, uh, my partner and I were talking and we're in, I think our 15th or 16th cycle of running 12 week years at this point, Um, could be a little bit more than that. And that allows us to maximize all of our opportunities in a much shorter time, period. right? We're, We're going to deploy, we're going to analyze, we're going to execute, we're going to move. Um, where do I see those opportunities coming up now? Um, I can tell you that for for us, probably for the next two 12-week years, uh, we are going to continue to work upstream uh, with, with our banking relationships to buy these um, extremely lucrative, uh, what we found is when you take something from one category and move it to another category, you can create quite a bit of additional value. Um, so we have been taking um, you know, some of these reverse mortgage notes where someone has been deceased and there's no, there's no heirs or any of those things, and then purchasing those at, you know, a discounted rate on the mortgage side, and then taking it through the actual, uh, acquisition of the property, and then we can sell the property from there. And we've been able to create some significant returns for our investors through there. Um, I see that process moving on for for quite a while. Um, the whole time, you know, we're always kind of on guard against inflation and things like that. So the backside to that is using those funds to buy and hold um, significant income producing properties in our local market and then our regional market. Um, There's some things that large corporations are doing in our area. Um, One company just announced that they're building a $5.2 billion manufacturing plant um, about 40 minutes south of where we are. So we are buying up as much single family and multifamily real estate as we can in that area because there's going to be the factory workers who are coming in there. That's an estimated five-year build-out. It's going to produce you know X number of hundreds of more high-paying jobs. And so we're, we're assuming that there's going to be a bit of a boom in that market. Um, but because we're still buying everything at 40 to 60 cents on the dollar in current dollars, um, that allows us to create even more margin in there. So even if we're wrong, we're still right. We're just not right as much as we thought
1: we were going to be right. Does that make sense? Absolutely makes sense. You know, Chad, I think that um, the thing I really like about what you're doing is, again, you're hands-on, um, you're not doing the same thing as the herd. Even even people that are in real estate, you know, you're not just doing, you're, you're innovating, you're changing. You know, talk to, like, what are some of the things in your life that help you to have the confidence to do that? Um, and and what's some advice that you would give the audience to whatever they're in, just kind of for attitude and innovation? Kind of where it kind of seems like you. Every time I talk to you, you're you're very positive. You're spearheading going forward. Sure, um, I
2: would say the the biggest part of that is you know is is going to be my my faith in Christ, right? Like I understand that at the end of the day, none of this stuff actually belongs to me, right? I'm I'm just trying to be the best steward of, of everything that has been entrusted to me. And I think that there's a a story uh, about a man who, who was given, you know, five talents. And when he came back, he had five talents more to, to give the person that he was reporting to. And I think that, you know, several of our greatest gifts as humans is our ability to see and anticipate patterns, our creativity, right? Like that separates us from, from the rest of the world. And if we're not constantly pushing into those things, right, being creative, looking for patterns, because whenever we see those things, we can kind of tend to anticipate what those next moves are going to look like. And then we can position ourselves and others with us, into those spots to take the biggest advantage, right? And and we're not doing this out of a, you know, out of a selfish reason or a greedy reason. Like we're we are trying to serve as many people as we can because that's what we're called to do. And we're called to do that with excellence. And so if we're not pushing into that, we're really kind of being lazy and 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 not stepping into everything that we've been called to. And at that point, you know, you might as well just watch Netflix and eat Cheetos all day. Um, so, so for me, it's never really been an option. And then there's also that driving factor of if you do the math with 12 people in our homes, that's 36 meals a day that we're serving up, whether we want to or not. So there's some there's some motivation in, in being able to provide there and, and, you know, provide well for the families of our teammates and, and all of those things. So um, but, yeah, it's it's a constant push to to grow and innovate.
1: Know I love that. Um, by the way, uh, that parable, Matthew 25, 17, um, is the parable of the talents, right? So one servant had five talents, which he put in motion and doubled. The other servant had three, which he which he put in motion and doubled. And then there was one servant that was afraid of his master, didn't want to lose his money and held on to it very tightly, didn't serve anybody, didn't help the community. He buried the, the master's money. So when the master comes back and the other two, uh, had doubled the, the, the talents that they were giving in a talent and today's dollars would be a little bit under $200,000. Last time I checked, it was like 180 something. But he says to the servant that buried the money, he said, you wicked and evil servant, the least you could have done is give it to the bankers to earn interest, the least you could have done. Now, bankers, Wall Street, same thing, right? Back in the day. So uh, I love that parable. It's one of the ones that I can actually tell you what verse and, uh, it is. Uh, but what that tells us is it's exciting to serve your community. It's exciting to serve others. And that's what we're called to do. And and um, and and you're right. Like, again, I have no idea where Create Tailwind is gonna be five years from now. I just know yeah. we're going up. I know we're going to be more, I know we're going to serve more people in a better way. How's that going to look? I have no idea yet. And and I love that you, that you said that. So, you know, Chad, I always like to have everybody share a book and it can be anything. Um, Share a book with us that if God came down from heaven and said, Hey, Chad, I'm only going to let you retain the knowledge of one book that you've read in your life outside of the Bible what book would you say i've got to keep this this knowledge i thought you were going to give me three i had three prepared but okay you can do three i'm gonna you know god can do whatever he wants to do so he's going to let you retain the knowledge of three books how's that three books uh that's going
2: to be go giver uh easy uh never split the difference and gates of fire by stephen pressfield it's a Those, fine
1: of it. Now you got one. Normally people don't slip one by me that I haven't read. So I'm going to have <laughs> to read that one now. Highly recommend the uh, George Goodell
2: audio version. Go uh, some of the Greek names can be, you know, for a slow gal like me, they can be a little challenging, uh,
1: but the, that's a wonderful audio version. I love that. You know what? It's funny you say that because when, when I read the old Testament uh, with uh, trying to read it, and then I listened to it, and I thought, "Oh, that was that word I was trying to say." Uh, yeah. So I, I, uh, I totally understand where you're coming from. So I'm going to wrap it up with something because uh, you brought up uh, the Greek words and stuff. But one of the last conversations I had with Nelson Nash, I think it was a day before he passed, he graduated from this world. Is and that's how he would say it. When he'd say, "He'd say, Jim, one of these days I'm going to graduate from this world." And I can't do a great Southern accent. All my Southern clients and friends, I'm sorry. I just, I I miss his voice and the way he'd do that Southern draw. If I had my buddy, Justin Kraft here, he could do it perfect. But, um, because that's just the way he talks. But, um, um, is he said to me, I said, Nelson, this is like in March, in, in all uh, confession here, Chad. I was already 20 days behind reading my Bible from cover to cover. And, uh, and, uh, and Nick Costco, he and I were doing it together. He was, he was caught up. He's a bit more disciplined than me. And, uh, and, and I said, Nelson, I'm struggling with this old Testament. And I said, and he said, uh, I said, you know, any advice on how to get through it? And, you know, just, you know, just this repetition and I, I get it. And, and I just, uh, I'm ready to get onto the new Testament. And he goes, Jim you have to understand the problem before you can understand the solution. The old Testament is the problem. The new Testament is the solution. And in perfect Nelson form, that was perfect advice. I caught up all again, full confession. I didn't make it through the whole Bible by the end of the year, but the next year I did. And, uh, um, but I love that advice that he would always give like that. And, uh, you have to understand the problem before you understand the solution, right? There's a lot of problems in our world right now, Chad. Financially, forget all this other stuff, but financially, inflation, everything else. There's a lot of problems. We cannot go down with the with the with the herd. The herd is sinking. You got to get out. It's a sinking ship. So, uh, you know, I, I'm thankful that you and your kids. And your amazing wife that I've never met, but she has to be amazing to be taking such good care of 10, 10 little ones running around. I know some of them aren't as little as, but, uh, um, so thank you for coming on. And, uh, how would somebody, uh, last thing I'm going to leave with is how does somebody contact you, Chad, if they're interested in learning more about what you're doing?
2: Sure. So
1: we still keep
2: it very simple. We're still by referral only. Um, my personal cell phone number is 502-303-6699. My personal email address is dchadclark at gmail.com. And it's that simple. There's no, we're, we're not trying to be showy. We're not, you know, Facebook, Instagram. We're not trying to, you know, show a million people how to do this. That's that is not our game. We want to serve people and serve them extremely well, one at a time. And uh, it 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 has generated a a, a lot of fun and uh, and a lot of a lot of it passive income for a lot of folks. So yeah. So thank you, Jim, for for letting me be on here, brother. I really do appreciate it. Every time we get to talk, it's
1: great. So thank you. Absolutely. Uh, it's my pleasure, and uh, I, I uh, look forward to having you on next time. All right, we're going to end the show, Chad, just like we always do with the, the incredible words of Earl Nightingale. Take it away, Earl. Here's the key to success and the key to failure. We become what we think about.
0: Now let me say that again. We become what we think about. Once again, thank you so much for taking the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. If you are looking to discover new wealth building strategies, then go to community.createtailwind.com. That's community.createtailwind.com to join our free online community and get access to free courses and in-depth training videos designed to help you build wealth and break away from the herd. Click the link in the show notes to access the community today.